0: two-time number one international best-selling author course creator and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free discover ways to build wealth and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years will you be next here is your host paul lawrence van good day good
1: day everyone i'm your host paul lawrence van and of course i host wealth academy podcast and our mantra is this wealth is more than just money. And as we're in this Christmas holiday season, we know that the new year is not far behind. And what we're going to talk about today with our honored guest, Askia Davis Sr., we're going to talk about how to finish the year off financially strong. And I want to welcome him right now. Askia, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. All right. It's a beautiful Um, We're glad to have you. And I want to just let all the viewers know this is that askia davis senior is our most interviewed guest on wealth academy podcast he's worked with me early in the year with coaching and then we had some other interviews that he participated in and we're glad to have him here and he's a real estate investment expert as well as a stock investing expert and we're glad to have him here now in his background he has completed a doctorate degree from columbia university and he has been a teacher, a counselor, and administrator, and the senior assistant to three successive chancellors for the New York City Public Schools. He was superintendent of schools in Harlem and deputy regional superintendent for 140 schools serving 99,000 students in the Bronx. Uh, so, without further ado, I want to welcome Askia Davis with us, senior with us. And we are glad to have you here, Askia. And how are you doing? My friend, keep
2: hope alive. It's, keep hope alive. I
1: love it. I love exactly. it. Exactly. I love you it. You know,
2: we we have to keep the faith. You know, these are very trying times. Yeah. But even in trying times, we have to find a way to thrive. Yeah. You know, because when we look at the challenge, we know that there are so many people, especially my ancestors, who looked at deeper challenges. And I'm standing and I'm sitting here today because they were able to go through through even deeper challenges to make it possible for me to sit here today to talk with the audience about my own experiences in the world of finance. So we're, we're ready. We're ready for this time. Yes, we we're are. We're ready for this time. We're, we're prepared and ready to go. And you
1: know, one of the things that uh, I want people to know is that you have just a wealth of financial experience. And we know that you've been a, a counselor, we know that you've been an instructor, a teacher, you have a doctor's degree, but you also master your money and uh, you work in that investment field for stocks and bonds, and you also work with real estate. But what we want people to take from this evening is how they can finish this year off strong financially. So if you would please share just a few tips that people can take, some strategies, and, and some uh, suggestions, perhaps, they can take uh, with the closeout of
2: 2020, uh, This this great year of 2021. So if anyone in the audience looks at uh, Bloomberg uh, Financial News or CNBC, you will notice that almost all the conversations at this time of the year is about end of the year preparation. Yes. What, is going, what is 2022 going to look like? And what are the things that you need to do now to balance your portfolio so that you can look ahead and be exactly. prepared to take advantage of the opportunities that come in 2022? So tonight I just want to, I want to be very specific about some of the things that you can begin to do. And you don't have to be rich. Yeah. I started this, I started this journey. I was, I was working in the chancellor's office. I had a middle-class job, but I was taking care of two households Uh and I, I had my two daughters living with me and they were very young and I wanted to give them the best. And so on the weekends I drove a yellow cab and that is a brutal job. So anytime you get in a cab, make sure you give that person a good (laughs) tip because that is one brutal job, but you know, you do what you need to do. So what I did is I decided I wasn't broke in the sense that I had a great job. I was like 30 years old and I was already in the chancellor's office at the New York City Board of Education. I already had, was doing some tremendous things in terms of education innovation. But New York is a very, very expensive city. It sure is. And so, and then when you're paying two rents, yeah. you know, and you're taking care of two little girls, you know, and you want the best for them, you do what you have to do. So yeah. I decided, you know, I I went to a friend and I said, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm a deep, you know, what can I do to get out of this hole? And he sent me to Luther Gatlin, who is a... Who was the first guy in America, a, a black man who really started this whole thing in terms of budget counseling that has spread all throughout America. And yeah. basically he was talking about how to get hold of, first of all, all those credit cards and all those loans that you have and yeah. you know you can't meet. And so I went and I said, you know, I don't have that problem. I don't have a, hey, since 1975, it's been American Express. I paid every the beginning of every well, month. And you that's know, a good I am one. To not have. Paying, I am not paying interest. I'm not paying these right now. The banks are getting the money that they loan you at yeah. less than one percent from the Federal Reserve. And in some cases, they are charging up to 25, 26, and 27% interest. Yeah, to you. yeah everything.
1: Yeah, very <laughs> and, much.
2: And so and and then so you you have to you have to be mindful. So what I did as I said, I'm going to learn investment. And so that was this guy on TV. Uh-huh. Uh, it was called Wall Street Week, Louis yeah. Rukeyser.
1: I watched and that man, show.
2: Louis <laughs> Rukeyser taught me so much. Every Friday night, I sat and I absorbed. And today, uh-huh. what? That was like 1981, so this is what? 40 years later?
1: Yeah, 40 and
2: years. And instead of looking at, you know, MSNBC, CNBC, MSNBC and CNN and all that is spending all of my time on those channels. I look at the financial news because it's what excites me and it gives yes. me insight in terms of what's going on. We're talking about we want to pass on generational wealth. That is something that we have not been able to do that well. Yes. And so I inherited nothing. I was in the cotton fields at five years old with no shoes on my feet, uh-huh. you see? So I didn't inherit right anything. I inherited hard work. That's what I inherited, uh-huh. you understand? <laughs> hey, so, the Bible talks about that. <laughs> so so what I wanna say is uh, I started learning and I taught myself investment. And uh-huh. I will tell you, and then I'm gonna get into the principles. Sure. One principle that I, I have is you got to know for yourself. Yes. Most of us, most Americans, are even don't though they don't know it. They are in the stock market, whether they know it or not. Because okay. if you work for a company, and that company has a uh, plan, a retirement plan that you're in, it's yeah. been invested in the market. Yeah. So a lot of times, people, I was, I would dare say, the vast majority of people don't know what accounts the, the company they work for is invested in. Yeah. So I've looked at people and I've looked at my friends and I said, okay, let's look at what your company is investing in. Uh-huh. So you're, you're 40 years old and they are invested in bonds. And if uh-huh. you look at this bond fund that they have you invested in, what has it done over the last 10 years? 2%. Sure. So what, what is the stock market doing over Over uh, the last 10 years, it's more than double, more than 100%. So why do they have you in these low return funds? So And then they have you in some that are moving, some stock funds that are moving. So what you need to do is you need to sit down. So one of the first things that you need to do is you need to go in January and sit down and look at what they have you invested in. Because if they have you invested in uh, funds that uh, are not moving, stock funds, bond funds, then you need to really talk with them about what you need to do to move forward. So that's the first thing that you have to do at the beginning of the year. This year, the stock market has done more than double digits. Absolutely. Right? So I have, friends, I have friends who were invested in uh, their companies and they look back and they say, Dog, I'm like doing 3%, 4%. Uh-huh. You need to know what you are invested in that's the first principle exactly. don't let people make decisions for you you have to begin you don't have to be an expert I was not an expert when I started I'm still not an expert I'm still learning every single day that's what expertise is about Absolutely. studying yeah building upon the knowledge that you have so you have to start there the second thing that you need to do is you need to look and say okay how much am I contributing to my company's fund. a lot of people if a company tells you if you contribute five percent they're going to match it they're going to match it up to three or four uh-huh. percent but they may tell you you could contribute as much as nine percent so you look and say but if they're going to match it by up to three percent then i'm just going to invest three percent right right so you invest three percent they give you three percent you know you're not uh-huh. taking advantage of what happens when you put get it to the market, you stay in the market for a period of time. You uh-huh. get that compounding, and what you find out is that in the stock market, if you look at the S and P, which is a basic big uh, group of stocks, uh-huh. the, average period, uh-huh. the average over a ten-year period, the average of a ten-year period in terms of gains is ten percent. So it takes seven point two years to double, uh-huh. right? It doesn't mean so, that every year it's going to be 10%. Like this year is much higher than 10%. Next year may be lower.
0: We've right. had
2: some years recently that were like 23, 24 percent. Uh-huh. So if you were not, if you were not invested in the right vehicles, you were not getting that 23 or 24%. Because right? they were not, not leveraging it properly. Nah. So you got to know what's in it. You got to put as much as you can into your company. Uh-huh. Right? Right. Because when you put, like, people look and say, well, if I put in for every, uh, if I put in uh, $100 or $200 a month, that's Correct. coming out of my take-home pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, because be, remember the $200 that you're putting in, you're putting in pre-tax. Correct. So if you take, if you were to take that $200, guess what's going to happen? The if government, the state government, the city government. The federal Local. government is going to uh, take part of that two hundred dollars. Exactly. So, what you want to do is you want to put that money away, and you want and you want you want to do it as early as possible. The other thing that you need to know is so that words, even though what you're
1: you, saying is put it in, the younger you are, the better to invest. Oh, the
2: younger you are, the better. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I, I, I tell you. Uh, okay, I, I don't want to lose my train of thought on this. The other thing is a Roth IRA. Even though you have a company plan, and right. you make less than $110,000, $115,000 a year, whatever the limit is going to be for 2021, you have right. the right to invest up to $5,500 in, in a Roth. Uh-huh. So you have to look at the right, the right amount. It, it may be a little bit more than that. My memory is not that great right now. But what you need to do is you need to look at the Roth and say, okay, I can put another five $6,000 in a Roth account this year uh-huh. uh, beyond what I'll put my, I'm putting into my company plan, and that Roth account is going to grow tax-free forever. Exactly. Forever. So every year that you're under the threshold, put that money in, and you will be amazed at how that money will grow. And if yeah. you put it in a Roth account, you don't have to put it into your company you could put into into fidelity or right. vanguard right, right.
1: Exactly. Uh,
2: those are the ones i recommend uh, you know I, I don't get any you know gratuities uh-huh. from them or anything you know those are just the ones i've had and, experience with and we want to let people
1: know that uh contact your accountant about this uh right. in other words uh they have to go to their accountant to to get this verified your, your record. Exactly.
2: So your yeah. accountant would tell you, the person who deals your tax will tell you how much you're able to invest in a Roth Correct. account. Exactly. So what yeah. this means is so you're young. If you're young, you're building up your Roth account. And so say you're in your 20s. So uh-huh. by the time you get to 40, you have a, a nice little bit of money in your Roth account. You uh-huh. can take that money out for a down payment on a house with no penalty. Yeah. And when you take that money out, you take out what you invested and uh and and it's it's tax-free it's tax-free you know so they want to be in so look into a roth account as uh as an area that is really critical for you uh Uh, the other thing i would say is that a lot of people what they do is they have a lot of money taken out of their paycheck because they want to get a big income tax return oh man i got eight thousand (laughs) dollars back uh, and in in may um, from my income tax i got i oh i got twelve thousand uh-huh. dollars guess what that meant that you loaned that you loaned the government eight thousand dollars ten thousand dollars twelve thousand dollars that could have been working for you
1: exactly and, and the go- that government,
2: been for, and, and they multiply that a hundred times <laughs> yeah so the government so so what i'm saying is you know don't 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 believe that when you get $8,000 back or $10,000 back uh-huh. from your income tax, that you've, that you that's great. It's not right. great. Because uh-huh. you could have been getting that money back, getting that money in your paycheck, and since right. you weren't using it anyway, you could have invested that money, and it would have grown at a much faster rate than a zero rate that you're going to get back from the government.
1: That, exactly.
2: Because the government is not giving you anything government now if you if you owe the government and you don't pay them within a certain period of time they're going to charge you interest but when exactly. they hold your money uh-huh. because you have your deduct deductions are not what they should be the government is not giving you interest on that
1: Exactly.
2: if you do get back a big uh, check in May or June uh-huh. don't go on a cruise right Take Inve- that money invest that and money. invest it. Yeah. Invest it and yeah. learn the lesson, you know, because you could have invested it this year instead of starting to invest it next May. Correct. But that's what happens. People say, oh, I want this, I want this. And they think that's a savings account. It's not a savings it's not account, a savings it's just account. really it's an account that you're feeding the government. Exactly. And uh, smart people don't do that.
1: Yes. They yeah. They really
2: don't. And, and smart. It's the- say,
1: and it's the same thing with uh, the Social Security. You know, it's an issue about timing for that, too. Uh, when people have uh, started getting the Social Security distribution at age 62 or age 67 or age 70 or 72, that also impacts how much you're going to get back. Exactly. The longer they
2: wait, the, they wait, the more they will get. The longer they wait, the more they'll get. And there are a lot of different things that you have to figure. I took Social Security at 62. Right. Why did I take Social Security at 62? Yeah. Because I had retired at 57. Exactly. I took early retirement. Uh-huh. And I took it not because I needed it, right. but I took it because I did the math and it showed me that if uh-huh. I waited until I was 66 or 67, right. Right, I would have got X amount when I was full retirement age but between yeah. the ages of 62 and 67, right. I had gotten something like more than $100,000 from the Social Security fund right. I would get. And I took that $100,000 each year and I invested it Yeah, at, at, at a bigger rate than what this. When you delay your funds, the, gov, the government is basing the increase that you're going to get on an annual rate of 4%. Exactly. A lot of people don't know that.
1: Yeah, in other words, they limit how much you can get even though they're using your money. You invested
2: all those years, right? So when you're 63, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to give you 4% more. When you're 64, they're going to give you another 4%. more. But I took that money that I got in 62 and Uh I will tell you, I have more than quadrupled, means 400 to 500% of what I took out. So, exactly. So, that's what you you have to do Mm -hmm. because I invested it. I invested it in Facebook when Facebook was $17. Uh huh. Facebook is what, $300 and some dollars a day. Exactly. Uh huh. So, it's meta platforms now, of course. So, I want to keep going on with some other ideas. That sounds great. So, the critical thing is invest, invest, right? That's right. Now, when you, when you look at your options, a lot of people mm-hmm. say, well, I don't, I, I, I can't figure out what to do. Sure. Get yourself a subscription to uh, Morningstar uh-huh. or, or, or Motley, Motley Fool and uh-huh. learn a little bit, just begin to learn a little bit about investments. Because uh-huh. when I started, I, I didn't have the confidence to <laughs> invest in stocks, so I invested in mutual funds. Uh-huh. and there are great mutual funds out there mutual funds are a basket of stocks yes. so you get a little bit and they have a, a certain percentage that's going to be if it's a uh, vanguard uh True. etf 500 etf which is uh-huh. designed to uh go hand in hand with the uh s yes. p what you're going to find you're going to have a little bit of apple a little sure. bit of facebook uh-huh. A little bit of, uh, of a diversified
1: maybe a Tesla.
2: It's a, a diversified basket of stocks. Uh-huh. So, and it's designed, if the stock market goes up 10%, this year, it's designed to give you 10%. And most years, it uh-huh. either it sees it or, or fall maybe a little bit lower, but it's going to be a lot higher than you putting your money in a a. a, okay. a, 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 a a, a savings account, exactly. Yeah. So that's uh, the other thing. So I told you about the IRA. So you have the right when you are on the job to not just invest in your company fund, but you oh. could invest in a Roth IRA. If you're above the 110,000 limit in the Roth IRA, you could still uh-huh. invest in the IRA. Exactly. So as much money as you have, put it there yes. because you will be amazed at how money grows you know this is how this is how you know we don't have the kind of money that uh elon musk has right
1: Uh right but
2: these are the same principles he uses right the the basic thing is you you buy a good stock you hold that good stock Uh you if it's if it's continue to go up you don't sell if the market goes down Uh if the market goes down and you know it's a great company like Apple huh. is a great company. Oh, if yeah. you go back and look at Apple, even yeah, the this year.
1: Yeah, valuation is high. Yeah. I...
2: Now, so if you look at Apple this year, I think Apple today was like up about 172. Uh-huh. But if you go back and look at Apple this year, you will see at some point this year Apple was down around 115. Right. So and, and it it went down from like 125 or so when they had the split down. So if you if a person jumped out of Apple when it went down to 115. Guess uh-huh. what? They've lost more than what from one hundred fifteen to one hundred seventy-two. Is uh-huh. I'm trying to do the math. Forty-five. Uh-huh. That's that's almost a forty percent rise. Exactly. Right.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah that's so it's
2: just fifteen. I'm trying to one hundred Yeah. From, from so start. so <laughs> who who's giving you forty percent in one year? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's giving you that, right? That's so, right. And guess what? The other thing to do is as you study, listen, everybody's talking now about the metaverse, right?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. So what the is the metaverse?
2: I, I'm going to tell you, never invest in anything you don't understand. Exactly. There are a lot of people out investing in crypto now, and there uh-huh. are people who are gaming the system and they're doing very well with crypto. And sure. every day you're going to see somebody. Oh, this person bought this with that. This person Uh bought that with that. And all that's very, very good. But right now, it's a, what the wise people say, do not put any more into crypto than you are willing to lose. Because right now, it's so volatile. It's like going to the casino. And speaking of going to the casino, (laughs) don't go to the casino.
1: Exactly. I live I live five minutes from one and
2: I don't go. (laughs) And guess what? You don't have to go now because everything, if you are into sports, yeah, every other commercial is about DraftKings and bet this. They even have Uh the whole shows which are about gambling. Yeah. Now don't get sucked into that. Yeah. Because I would tell you
1: gambling addiction.
2: (laughs) I I would tell you, they're not. The, the, these gambling places, these sports bet, betting betting uh, groups, now they're not in the business to give you money. Right, they're, they're in worried. the business right. to make money. And exactly. there will be some people who will get some dollars from that, sure. and there will be a lot of people but that will lose. It's predicated on the fact that for every for every one hundred persons who get it, something out of it, there's uh-huh. going to be a hundred thousand who lose. Right, I know I the,
1: the, the the local casino where I'm at. They make about three hundred thousand. They generate three hundred thousand every quarter. Mm-hmm. Every quarter, yeah. Yeah. and that's a low number. That's a low mm-hmm. on the low mm-hmm. end. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so you, so you have this thing with the uh, casinos, and it's drawing a lot of people in. The other thing that I want to say is um, housing. Right. Look at your mortgage rate. Yes. Now, a lot of people got subprime rates when they went into their homes. Correct. So, if you have a rate that's above 4%, consider refinancing. If you have a rate, there are people out there with rates 12%. Yeah. Can you believe that, Brother Paul? That
1: was back in the uh, 80s.
2: And so, you need or seven percent eight percent and they they love their homes but what you're doing is you're feeding the bank yes so you need to find a way out because right now 30-year mortgages yeah you know under four percent you could probably get one at three and a half yeah
1: you know and Uh, 15 15 years years, they can get it at at, uh, one and a half percent
2: yeah well, yeah. If they get a, if they get one of those uh, adjustable rates, that they're going to be in and out for mm-hmm. a while. But if right. you look for the fix, I recommend people if you don't know a lot about finance, stick with fixed rates. That's right. Because because then you know what your payment is going to be, and it right? won't fluctuate. And it won't fluctuate. Right. So anyway, look before New Year's Eve. Do uh-huh. yourself a favor. Look at your home mortgage. Look at yeah. how much your mortgage rates are look uh-huh. at your options in terms of bringing it down now some people are also uh, paying pmi private right. mortgage insurance well,
1: burns, which is in now here's what to happens
2: mortgage payment right so mm-hmm. here's what happens you you take out a house you bought a uh-huh. house seven years ago and uh-huh. you didn't put down 20 percent right so they charge you pmi and PMI uh-huh. could be a few hundred dollars up to a few thousand dollars, a yeah. thousand dollars or more, depending okay. upon the, value the, the cost of your house. house. Right. So they tell you so, say you put down 10%, uh, and with the closing and everything, the house yeah. is a little bit more valued, a little bit above what yeah. uh, you pay for it. So you end up, when you close and everything, you end up with 15% equity, right? The 10% yeah. you put down, the 5% that's uh-huh. of the house cost that is above what you pay for.
1: Exactly. And guess
2: what? So they tell you that when you get to 20%, you can apply to have the PMI removed. Correct. You know how many Americans don't, don't. do that? Yeah.
1: yeah. They, they, that, seven that, years that, later, really, seven years really, later.
2: Yeah, it's really like an extra tax in many ways. Yeah, so seven years later, five years later, four years later, when the mm-hmm. house is above 20%, they're still paying their PMI. No, you shouldn't pay that. <laughs> so, because the bank is not going to call you up and say, Do you want us to drop this private mortgage insurance? They're not yeah, going to The mortgage insurance company is not, they'll, they'll take it. But and, and you, even,
1: even when a person is filing their taxes each year, they ask you if you pay PMI at closing exactly. and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, we're uh, 28 minutes into it. Uh, into our uh, episode here. Uh, uh, What else do you
2: have you want to share with people to help them finish this year strong? Okay, so uh, the other thing I want to say to you is look, you know, there are people I I read something my friend wrote the other day. She posted it on Facebook. She says, Uh you worked hard. You had nothing. Nobody ever gave you anything. Uh You've taken care of your kids. You prepared your kids. And now you're retired and you have the means to enjoy your retirement. Exactly. But guess what? Mm-hmm. You're worried about your kids, and you're worried about your grandkids. Forget them. This is what she said. And for yourself. I <laughs> date for yourself. Now, yeah. I don't agree with their philosophy. Philosophy, by the way.
1: Yeah.
2: Because I guess when when I was when I was down on my luck,
1: uh-huh. and when I was
2: talking about driving that car. I wish somebody had passed something down to me.
1: Absolutely. You know I know that's that? right. I wish Isn't somebody often, uh, some generational so, wealth.
2: I'm talking about. So what I'm saying to you is, if you have means, and there are a lot of people on this uh, podcast with means, and uh-huh. they're thinking, "Oh, like when I when I make my transition, I'm going to uh-huh. pass this to my son. I'm going to pass this to my daughter. I'm going to pass this to my granddaughter." Uh-huh. I have a friend now and I don't think he'll get bad with me for saying this, but he uh-huh. has a lot. He has property, he has pensions, he has uh-huh. uh, stocks, he has everything, but he's alienated from his son and his grandsons. And I tell him, I said, man, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you like I tell him, you know, yeah. and this, is, this is Dr. Davis and I'm using street language. Sure. I told him, I said, look, man, let me tell you something. If you make your transition and uh-huh. you don't have a will, Yes. Guess what's going to happen?
1: It's going to be up in court. The state of South
2: Carolina. You know yeah. South Carolina. You know what yeah. South Carolina think about folks, right? Oh, yeah. South Carolina. Remember that guy who they claim he killed his wife, his son, uh-huh. and all that, all that. He was taking all this money and everything. Uh-huh. And he, the guy that was well-respected. Uh-huh. What happens in South Carolina as all over America, there are people who will steal your wealth. Yes. Right? Uh And what they will do is a judge will say, okay, Paul, Paul, good Uh old Paul left all these, left $3 million here. And Uh what I'm going to do is I'm going to appoint uh, my best friend's nephew, who's a Uh lawyer, to oversee Uh Paul's estate.
1: Yes. And they're going to take all, that lawyer is going to take all of that money.
2: uh, and, And the lawyer is going to make the decisions about the investment, so uh-huh. he can invest in his friends' funds, he uh-huh. can invest in Bernie Madoff fund, exactly. although Bernie Madoff is not around again, you, uh-huh. you get my point, what I'm oh, yeah. saying to you is you don't want other people to make decisions for you right. and your so will. you need a will and a trust. You need a will and a trust. You need, you don't even have a living will. A lot of people say, well, uh-huh. I don't want to think about a will because that's I'm superstitious, Uh-huh. Right. And because they think that death is the end, but you know, death is not the end, Paul.
1: It's the beginning. Right?
2: <laughs> you know, death is just, we, you know, we, we transition. You know, oh, yeah. we are spirits. Exactly. We are, we always were, we always will be, you yes. know. It's and, and so the thing, and that's, that's just the reality. So what yeah. you do is you have to go in, you work with a lawyer, your uh-huh. accountant can help you find someone, Exactly, And they'll do a a, a living will and trust. And one of the things I will also say is look at what you have. And Uh I was talking to a friend the other day and he's making decisions now about Uh the artwork and other things that he Uh wants to give away while he's still here. He's like 71, 72. And I I suggested to him also think about the finances you want to give now. Because see see,
1: Donations to colleges or
2: library yeah. nonprofit organization. Exactly. You could, but I say start start with your kids. Start with your grandkids. Yeah. You know, give your if you got a grandkid and the kid, grandkid is eighteen years old, uh-huh. and the grandkid is in college, and the grandkid is on a uh, doing student work study and it's uh-huh. making 6000 uh, uh, dollars towards college for that.
1: Exactly. Turn
2: around and invest in an RA for him yeah. or her. Uh-huh. You know, so you could put that, you could put five or six thousand dollars into an RA, give it to him now. It's gonna be more valuable to him now because at 18, you're gonna yeah. put money into an investment account. He's yes. gonna to begin to think about investments, begin to learn about investments, and he's gonna see those investments grow. So for uh-huh. my son, every year. This, this year, because my son is uh, doing a tier 99, uh-huh. I'm able to put $20,000 into an investment account for him. Tax-free exactly. to oh, avoid yeah. taxes, you yeah. see? And uh-huh. it's not like I need to do that because he could do it out, out of his own money. But then sure. I said to him, "You put your money into these other things, you know, you're uh-huh. going to save towards a home, et cetera. But I'm going to help you build your sure. Retirement accounts. And he's 29 exactly. years old. Yes. So and you I've been given. I'm
1: just working for
2: him. Yeah. A, yeah. Another example of doing this is just recently, my daughter came to me and she was talking about, she's in her 40s, she's a school teacher. You know how they pay school teachers. New York oh, yeah. pays school teachers a lot better than other places. She does oh, make a six-figure income as a right. school teacher, which we would say is not bad, but you know, this is New, York, New York City. Exactly. And a hundred thousand dollars this night. <laughs> yeah. Peanuts. <laughs> like, Bald peanuts, as peanut, they say in the south. Bald peanuts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, so, thousand so, and everything
1: so, thing else absorbs that that uh salary.
2: Yeah. So That's every cool. year she maxes out in terms of her uh retirement account.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I give her the same amount of money that she puts into her retirement account during the summer, but she's not working because she wants to go to Europe. She wants to do, see what I'm saying? So instead right. of her taking the money and not putting it into her reti- retirement account so she could uh-huh. go to Germany, Switzerland, Sweden, uh-huh. et cetera. Hey, you want hey, to you wanna go? You see what I'm saying? So uh-huh. we, you know, those are great experiences. Young people need yeah. great experiences, right? Exactly. But we need, we need to work with them to make sure that there's a balance. She just bought a new place in uh, Philadelphia, uh-huh. and uh, we were looking here in Brooklyn. Every a uh-huh. uh, one bedroom here in Brooklyn, Brother Paul. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, they got they about 700, 000, 700 square feet for nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars, man.
1: They're talking about that's a tiny house out
2: in the country. <laughs> <laughs> there, like, you, you can't even put a uh, king size bed in, in the uh-huh. bedroom, you know. You exactly. could, if you put a if you put a queen size bed, you have no space for a dresser, and they exactly. want nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that, uh-huh. and right? they will get it too. Oh, trust me, that's why they, that's why mm-hmm. they have it, because that's there definitely. are people who are moving into New York City, yes. uh, they're willing to overpay. But she bought in Philadelphia, where she got mm-hmm. more, a more reasonable a uh, better yeah, real more estate, value. Mm-hmm. more value at mm-hmm. one, at 25% of the cost. Yes. And more space.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So. It makes a difference.
2: So you have oh, to look. So I gave you the tip about using your refunds. That's correct. wrong. That's uh, it. I also want to say um, uh, there's one other thing. I said, you know, look at uh, if you have a defined benefits, right? Yes. a defined benefit uh-huh. a, account is a company that actually says to you like the new york city public schools if you're yeah. a school teacher you'll probably get a a defined benefit based on your years of service right yeah. uh-huh. so they say you know you stay 25 55 if you if you if you work uh 25 years uh you can retire 55 and uh-huh. uh you won't get your money right away but you'll be fully invested. You'll get a full pension, right? Now, what happens with a lot of people, but they find benefits, and this is true in the federal government, state governments, the city governments, a lot of people, when they start working, they don't invest in the pension system right away.
1: Uh Right? Right. So
2: what happens is by the time they wake up, five years has passed. And they're in their 20th year, and they've Mm -hmm. only been in the pension system for 15, right?
1: So it's it's consistent
2: with the years of service. Years of service. So now you got five years you lost. Most state government, city government, federal government, as I understand it, Uh is gonna allow you to buy back those five years. So you can recapture it. You can recapture it. So I did that when I started out in the school system at 22 years old, I wasn't thinking about no pension. Uh huh. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about a pension.
1: Yeah. So I missed five years. Yes.
2: I missed missed five years. I went back, and when I was uh, 15, I think I was 17 years in the system, I went Um, back and I bought those five years. And there's a rate that you buy them back at, and the rate for those five years cost me $3,700. But guess what that did? They uh-huh. added ten percent to my pension for the rest of my life each uh-huh. year.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. So basically, what that did that that three thousand seven hundred dollars that I added, and I could give you the, I could give you the exact figures. Re-
1: recapture the five
2: years. I recapture it, and based on my pension, that that ten that ten percent, you know those 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 uh-huh. those ten uh, percent more than $10,000 a year for the rest of my life. And I've been retired 14 years. So I already right. got $140,000 from that $3,700.
1: Now, see, that's that part. How, that's how you leverage things. That's that's really a wonderful way. And there, I'm pretty sure that people viewing this and listening are going to realize that they're having the same experience that you had.
2: Oh, yeah. Because what happens is... Th- In any job, if you go into the federal government and you saw this, you worked in the federal government, Uh right? And you know when you go in there, there's a club. Yes. There's a club. that that there are people. There are people who walk into an office and right away they're taken on somebody's wings. Yes. Right. Uh And when I started in the school system, when I started in the school system in 1972, Uh black men were not highly regarded. So nobody told me and said, "Look, askia, let me." take you over here and Uh uh, take you to the pension office so that you could register day one. But guess what? White S. Davis, Uh my counterpart Uh in the metaverse, Uh he was taken over. You see what I'm saying? Uh And on day one, when they, when when they sign, when they signed that hiring paper, the same day they're over at the pension office.
1: So they they're doing at the um, human resources office in in their corporate world, uh, uh,
2: and and so for the federal government, the pension office. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. so what I'm saying to you is, uh, look at if you are in a defined program that is going to give you a pension based on your years of service, and you miss contributing because you have to contribute a certain amount each year, Absolutely. if you miss contributing. Look at your ability to buy back that time. Buy B U Y B A C K. Buy back that time. Exactly. That is really, really critical. Like I just said, $3,700 has uh-huh. already turned into more than $140,000 for me in the 14 years 14 that I've been retired.
1: Retired. That is amazing. Yeah. And uh, now I, 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 if, I, if I.
2: That right there. If, save, save people money right there. Yeah. And if I had if I did not buy back those five years, I wouldn't have been able to retire when I did because I wouldn't have had enough years either. Exactly. I needed 30 years in order to have get full retirement.
1: Exactly. That is awesome. So I would if, have had 25
2: years. I would uh-huh. have had 25 years at 57. So but I ended up with before. 30 years.
1: Uh-huh. Well well, yeah. that that makes a, a a tremendous difference, especially when you use the compounding effect of that. Which, oh, yeah. which is happening today. Um, so yeah. we're at about 42 minutes now. Is there anything else you want to share? Uh,
2: yeah, let, um, just, let me uh, just look at my notes here. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, yeah, we want to make sure that people are okay. able to to take
2: some more okay. things and close out the year. Okay, so now a lot of people out there are working for Amazon,
1: uh-huh. Home
2: Depot, Lowe's. Walmart. You know, these are big companies, right? Uh-huh walmart now Uh a lot of these companies they allow you certain positions that actually give you uh stock in the company right right so take advantage of that yes stock options. stock Uh options you know if Uh you're a manager like my niece is a manager at home depot you know home depot is not a bad stock it does does quite well for her Right. So you Um, look, you look at the options. You sit down. You get every company is going to produce each year a booklet that's going to tell you what your financial options are. Yes. Most people get them in the mail and they don't open it. They'll open Sports Illustrated. They'll (laughs) open (laughs) you you see what I'm saying. Open that book and read and understand, and if you don't understand, ask somebody in human resources uh, what to do. Exactly. I talked about housing. Uh, I talked about refinance. I talked about taking your refunds and putting it into IRAs. I talked about not getting caught up in the refund trick. I Uh talked about not getting caught up in DraftKings and all those other betting sites. Uh Uh, Are, are, you know, and they're really are capturing young people big time because oh, young is, people, young people, young people are spending a lot of times on game consoles, right? Yes. And uh-huh. so a lot of these things draw upon those game consoles, right? That that, that uh-huh. whole mindset. And so now all of a sudden, you you and there are young people who are betting on games. They're yeah. gambling in those games, right? Absolutely, and. I am saying to you that if you want to start a family, if you want to have a healthy family, if you want to have a healthy relationship with your spouse, you know, if you want to raise your kids uh, without a lot of drama, yeah. you know, you have to stay away from that because yeah. it's it's nice it's enticing. The other yeah. thing is is uh, I said crypto, right? Oh, final right. thing I'm going to say, uh brother Paul is okay. risk tolerance, right? Yeah. So wow. you have to know your risk 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 tolerance yes. when it comes to investment. So if you're going to stay up, if you, if you have $10,000 and you're going to yeah. buy something or, or $2,000 and you're going to buy a stock and every day you're going to get up and check on it. And at night you're going to be nervous and it's going to go up and down and you can't sleep. And you are it back and forth <laughs> all night your risk tolerance is it's very, enough. very low, right? Nice. So that means a person like you have to ha- have more or less safe investment, like yeah. mutual funds, nice. you know, right. so read up and study those. If uh-huh. you have risk tolerance and you say, okay, like uh, I, I could buy a stop, but uh, maybe i look at it uh, once a week, uh-huh. uh, once every two weeks, Yes. Uh, if upward, it goes down they have
1: to uh, approach it from looking at it from the long term right. as opposed now, to if short. you're
2: looking at it from the long term that mm-hmm. means your risk tolerance is high so yes. for instance I give an example I bought Ford back uh, this year when it was like $9 I think the oh, day uh. was almost $20 right
1: uh-huh. so it's
2: almost doubled right so exactly. I bought a sub- substantial amount of Ford but I did not buy Ford to see it double this year Correct. I bought Ford because I'm looking at three years from now, where yeah. Ford is going to be one of the leaders electric, in electric uh, vehicles, right? Yes. And why do uh, I think Ford is going to be a, 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 a and I'm not recommending Ford to anyone because this is my risk yeah. tolerance, right?
1: Exactly. That's, but I right.
2: think Ford is going to do well because I look, you know, Ford did the Mustang this year, electric, right? Exactly. The cars were sold before they even got to the showroom. They, they couldn't make enough. A Yes, waiting list. The F-150. uh uh-huh. Trump, they're not it- gonna take any more, they're not even taking any more orders. Exactly. They can't produce enough. High
1: demands. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so 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 my risk tolerance is high. Why is my risk uh-huh. tolerance high? Because I've been at this for 40 years, right? And and, yes. and I have substantial uh financial yeah. resources. I have uh substantial real estate resources. Exactly. And yeah. so, if I, if I lose $5,000, $10,000 in a stock, you know, sure. most likely I'm earning $20,000 in some other stock, so I'm not crying, you know what exactly I'm saying?
1: All. But that, there are some funny.
2: people, there are some folks, and this is it, so what I'm saying is, go online, uh-huh. there are sites, and type in Motley Fool, uh-huh. Morningstar, type in Understanding, investment risk risk tolerance. tolerance and and then they'll give you uh-huh. a questionnaires and you can sure. find out and you can determine what your risk tolerance is exactly. um, and that's very very important because if somebody tells you and i just give a quick example when my wife retired five years ago we went to tiaa and uh-huh. the advisor told her look uh-huh. Uh, you got to take less risk. You've done very well. You've been very aggressive, uh, uh-huh. but now you're a certain age, and now right. you got to go into bonds, et cetera. This is five years ago, uh-huh. and because I had studied, I, we went out. You know, and I'm am I'm a very respectable uh, person. I, I, I'd like to, you know, I'm not going to tell the guy he's like, you know, he he's doesn't know Because he's, right. <laughs> he's giving you a formula. There's a formula. Right. You're this age. This is what you should be doing. Exactly. Right? And so I said, "No, we could take bigger risks because we have this, this, that." So uh-huh. I stayed aggressive, uh-huh. and in five years, we've uh-huh. more than doubled my wife's portfolio uh-huh. from uh, December twenty. Now that was March twenty sixteen to now. Uh huh. You see, but there if you. I had gone his way, we would have gone into bonds, which we we may yeah, have well, had. You know, much more conservative. So maybe uh-huh. she would have 20, 30% more money now. But uh-huh. right now, she's got like 110% more than she had five uh-huh. years ago.
1: So that's net 90% uh, gain. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A, 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 actually, 110%. So oh, she's she, she more than double.
0: Okay. She more
2: than double what she had. Okay. But that's because I studied and I learned. We make Uh a we make a decision at some point in the future. There's Uh gonna be the stock market is going to go down.
1: Absolutely, it's gonna go
2: down. They're talking about a ten percent correction. Right, it may happen in January. It may happen Uh in February. Remember the correction that we had uh, in two thousand and eight, and everybody jumped out the stock market, saying, "I'd never get back in there." Guess what? The the stock market is (laughs) going. Yeah. <laughs> but stock, stock market, the stock market, you know, the people who stayed in, uh-huh. first of all, if you jump out when you're down 45%, guess what? Uh-huh. You're never going to see that 45% again, right? Exactly. So, in less than five years, five, six years, the market had recovered all of that, all of that 45% and it had even gone up even higher, right? Exactly. So, they missed out on, on all of those gains. Sure. So if the market it, goes it, again, down... it goes back to the uh, risk tolerance. It's the risk tolerance. Yeah. So my risk tolerance is if you're in a mutual fund and you're all right and you don't need the money like tomorrow or uh-huh. next year and you're in a mutual fund like a Vanguard or Fidelity uh-huh. and it goes down 10 or 15 20% uh, in the uh, spring,
0: uh-huh. you know,
2: I was. I'm, if it were me, I would hang in there. Exactly. And if it were me, I would buy more. Yeah. Why would I buy more? Because I know that it's a great fund because I look at their performance over the last 30, 40 years and I see what uh-huh. they've done, right?
1: Exactly. And so
2: I'll buy more because if I'm buying, if I'm buying, if I have it up at $100, right, for example, uh-huh. and it goes down to $70, uh-huh. I could jump out and sell at $70, or i could go in and buy at 70 right and wait for it to go back back up up. to 100 110 120 you see exactly and it doesn't mean that this happens all the time that way sure but i could do that because my risk tolerance is high and i'm looking at a five-year horizon six-year horizon and i'm really in the business of building generational wealth and last thing i'm i'm really going to say is Uh Pass on your wealth yes. to your kids yes. and your grandkids now. Yes. Use it as a teachable moment. Say, I'm sure. giving you this, but we have to sit down and we're going to study investments. And yeah. so I'm giving you this and we're putting this into an IRA account or we're uh-huh. putting it into your company, your company's account or, we, or we're putting it into a Roth account. And, exactly. and this is what we have, and let's sit down and see what are our know. options. Uh-huh. Yeah, And then, I, so I'm sitting down with you, and I'm showing you, okay, this is what I think we should buy, but here are some things for you to study, and then I want you to come back and say, oh, Dad, I agree with you, or I disagree, uh, maybe uh-huh. I want to buy, maybe I want to buy Nike instead sure. of uh, Meta Platforms because I yeah. know Nike, and I understand Nike, and I work for Nike, and my Uh son worked for Nike, right? So he Uh wanted to buy, and Nike is doing well. So Uh I didn't invest in Nike, but if he had turned around and said, look, Nike, you see, Uh all right, that's okay. Because one of the things that they say is you invest in what you know and what you understand. But we have to get our young people to understand. And if they talk about financial literacy in school, Uh trust me, it only goes so far. Unless the, unless the young person actually has investments. Yes, yeah, some experience. History, mm-hmm. a real world experience. experience. The yeah. ups and the downs, making uh-huh. decisions. Not, not imaginary decisions, but real decisions. Exactly. That's what we should be teaching our young people, yeah. our sons, our daughters, our grandsons, our granddaughters, our nieces, our nephews. Uh-huh. Right? So I'll stop there.
1: All right. Well, I tell you, I really, really uh, know that people who are uh, viewing and listening who will listen on the archive are really going to appreciate what you had to say, because you really touched on a lot of different areas, not only for those people who have been employees, whether it's federal government, corporation, and also the youth with talking about the generational wealth and uh, the generational wealth piece is the, t- the type that it will go on for you years and years and hundreds of years which is very important so I want to thank you for being our honored guest today a Davis senior and continue to do the great work that you do and of course of course in 2022 I'm going to bring you back and we're going to talk more about some different things you know let's see what happens after this build back better uh plan to see how that goes and that that economic impact that it may or may not have And so there are a lot of things that that are in the balance going into 2022. But I know that you have the right balance uh, to help people to understand the importance of leverage, the importance of investing, but more importantly, investing in yourself by learning, becoming more financially intelligent. And and that's going to make the difference for families uh, throughout the US. and, And that makes a tremendous difference. So thank you very much for being our honored guest today, my friend.
2: Yeah. yeah, I just want to say one thing as we close uh, sure. to be clear on. Okay. when you look at your end of the year, so yeah. I have I have uh, investments and in stocks that are very aggressive and sure. I have investments in a fixed account which is less aggressive, which yeah. pays me a, a guarantee of eight and a quarter percent a year, uh-huh. which is not bad. You uh-huh. can't you can't beat eight and a quarter a year, right?
1: That's very true.
2: So, so every year I look and I say, okay, if I have X amount of dollars, how much do I put into this guarantee eight and eight and a quarter, right? And how much do I put into aggressive stocks? Uh And I balance it that way. So when I look at the economic horizon, I make a determination. So some years I'm more invested in in the fits because okay. I think the economy is gonna go down like 2008 with the housing bubble and all that. So exactly. I put more of my money in the fit side. And then mm-hmm. over the last several years, I put more in that side in terms of the stocks. And I go sure. back and forth the, okay. because I sit and I study. And right yeah. now, these are the decisions that uh, that investment funds are making all over the United States. Absolutely. How much are we gonna put into these categories? You know. Uh, yeah. But we know that we're going to get a, a certain return. How much are we going to put in into these more aggressive categories? How much uh-huh. are we going to put into technology, high-growth stocks? How much yeah. are we going to put into uh, into the uh, energy sector? How much are we yeah. going to put into consumer goods? How much? Yeah. So these are the kinds of things. I don't want to confuse anyone. You don't have to know all of this. You have Correct. to get started. And yeah. as I say to people, uh, pick you know, one. The journey of a 1,000 miles began with what? One, One step. step. Yes. <laughs> One step. That's right? all it takes. You got, <laughs> you got to make that step. And if you don't make that step, you will be stepped upon.
1: Correct. All right, end <laughs> 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 All right, brother, thank you so much. And that's a great point uh, that you finished off with. And is to tell people it's one thing to study just like you said with with kids for financial literacy but it's another to put it into action and put yeah. it into action is where we learn and we get that experience So yeah. thank you very much i also want to thank all the viewers and all the listeners who are listening on the archive and this is going to end this particular episode of wealth academy podcast and then get out there on apple podcast and rate and review episode 169 with asia davis senior and he has provided invaluable information to you. It's a suggestion. And we we always prefer it by saying, go to your accountant or whoever your your financial manager is to help you with these final decisions that you will make whenever you invest. That's the most important thing to do or get your lawyer to help you as well. So thank you all very much. And I will see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy podcast. And for my friend, Eskia Davis uh, Sr., thank you so much for your contribution this evening. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family, and let's all have a wonderful new year. Thank you very much. New year. Yes. All right. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks for listening
0: to Wealth Academy podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.